the Construction Employers Podcast, your connection to what's happening in the Northeast Ohio construction industry. Brought to you by the Construction Employers Association. Hello again, this is uh, Tim Linville, your host, and today is Wednesday, March 8th. My guest today is Carl Boyles, a CFO and Director of Support Services at Boy Scouts of America's Lake Erie Council. Welcome, Carl. Thank you, Tim. Also with us is our Communications Director, Myra Rosario. Hello, hello. So, Carl, thanks again for joining us. You and I have gotten to know each other somewhat over the last six, eight months. Mm-hmm. And uh, introduced by Jason Jones from Turner, I think was on your Boy Scouts board before. Honorary board member, been helping us forever. Yeah, Good people. Um, so you've been with the Boy Scouts for 25 years, you said? I have. I've been employed since 1998 as a professional scouter and started working on camp staff in 91. So, so, and how long have you been in Northeast Ohio? 11 years. Where were you before that? Northern Tier, which is our high adventure canoe base in Ely, Minnesota. And we also have two bases in uh, Canada, Atticoken, Ontario, and Bissette, Manitoba. Yeah. That uh, I was the director of programs for. In high adventure, what's that mean? Um, it's a little step above what your local camp is. So if you've ever been to the Boundary Waters Canary Wilderness. I've heard a lot about it. Millions of acres of, uh, of canoeing. We set up trips for you to go out for 10 to 11 days. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you and eight of your closest friends paddle out for into the wilderness. Yeah. And we bring you back. And along the way, you learn something new about yourself. Yeah. Well, I've heard there are great times, uh, great adventures out there, mm-hmm. not to coin the phrase. But um, you uh, you have a nickname, and uh, you, you Chief Carl, what do you, what do you call no, you, Chief Boyles? Just Chief. Just Chief. All right, well, I won't call you Chief today. Wait, 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 well. wait a minute. Hold on. Where, where did this nickname come from? Where did you get this nickname? I wear yellow Crocs. So, yes. So years <laughs> ago, 11 years ago, You've been wearing Crocs for 11 years. It's like a new fad. I I brought the Crocs, Croc life down to <laughs> Cleveland. That was my now. Oh, thanks geez, a lot, thanks. Carl. <laughs> now, if you work for if you work at our camp or our council staff uh, and you're you you've been around long enough, you get to choose your color. So mine's yellow. Mm. Okay. So that's if you looked at my truck, my license plate's yellow Croc. And um, uh, so staff members get to choose their house color. And that's your house color. So, mm, but nice. yellow's mine. I like. I got rid of all my socks, by the way, that are any other color but <laughs> no, yellow. He's got them on. Ah, okay. Or scout green. That's the only two colors Scott okay. socks I wear. Nice. So, so how'd you get the chief name? A young man and his scoutmaster nicknamed me Big Chief Yellowfoot. <laughs> so. You you dropped the pig. We dropped everything <laughs> <Yellow> else. <foot. laughs> yeah. Just chief. Good good move. Good move. <laughs> I'm calling you yellow like, for now on. Do you know who the Kansas Kansas City Chiefs are named after? No. Hmm. The scout executive, first scout executive of Kansas City. Really? H. Row Bartle. I didn't know it's that. It's not named after it's a named tribe. after the yeah. uh, a tribe or anything, but it's yeah. named after the first chief uh, scout executive of Kansas City huh. and their mayor. Yeah, wow. That's cool. Um, well, you and I were introduced around the concept of, um, your merit badging program and I understand you have over a hundred merit badges in the scouts over 135 changes by a couple every year. 
but it's kind of a unique system. So most people think of the merit badges as a inch and a half piece of cloth mm-hmm. that a young man or woman now mm-hmm. can earn. And I think they kind of write off the importance of how what a merit badge can mean to somebody. And they're really broken into three categories. Um, we, we call them uh, life skills, soft skills, and hard skills. Okay. So, and this really means a lot to uh, our partnership with you, mm-hmm. with the CEA. So when it's hard skills, it's some fascinating stuff that people are learning. And I'll pick on them because they're local, but uh, Lincoln Electric developed the welding merit badge okay. from start to finish. They filmed the how to merit ba- how to teach the merit badge out at our scout camp, Beaumont Scout Reservation in Rock Creek. And imagine that getting an introduction course that's usually about five to eight hours okay. of how to be a welder mm. and how to weld. That's the right company to teach it. If anyone can teach you how to weld, it's Lincoln Electric. And then they were generous enough to donate uh, two welding machines to every council, 250 councils in the United States. So, and their generosity here locally is is phenomenal, right? And there's we're still a benefactor of their generosity through the through the welding program. But each summer we teach hundreds of kids how to weld using the curriculum, not developed just by the Boy Scouts, but by Lincoln Electric, the people that know how to weld. Right. Yeah. So that's really how our other merit badges are set up too. Mm-hmm. For instance, electricity. They're not developed by just camp directors that take kids uh, out for adventures and fun. They're developed right. by subject matter experts. Mm-hmm. So they're teaching you all about electricity, how to be an electrician. And a lot of careers have been started by taking that merit badge. And it's, it's, I find it fascinating. I, you, you talk to people and they, you, that, that happen to be scouts. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, well, I got an interest for this when I was taking a merit badge and I decided then to take some school on it. Mm-hmm. And the next thing, 20 years later, I'm an electrician. I'm a plumber. It's a great I'm early, a carpentry. early exposure to trades careers and other careers. Uh, definitely. And it's also a little bit ahead of its time. So this isn't just uh, the last 10 years that we've been doing this. Merit badges have been around for 113 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, the Boy Scouts were workforce development before we even knew what workforce development was. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like STEM. We were doing STEM programs before we even knew what STEM was. People came and said, hey, Boy Scouts, you should do something with STEM. What's STEM? Science, technology, engineering, math. Well, we do that. Yes. Every day we do that. And it's, and it's something interesting because your association and your partners, that we're, we're – Doing so much together, mm-hmm. so much to train, not just high schoolers, but middle schoolers. Right. So it's it's a big thing, and it's, it's hopefully this collaboration can lead to things. But it's it's really cool. But it's not just about hard skills, you know, teaching plumbing or electricity. Mm-hmm. You know, we te- we break it up into other groups too, and one of them is soft skills. So think about teaching a young man or woman how to communicate. Or, you know, I wrote down something, salesmanship. So if any of you have ever been stopped in front of Lowe's or Home Depot or Mm -hmm. Giant Eagle to buy popcorn. So there's like a merit badge for salesmanship? There is a salesmanship merit badge. Oh, okay. And and entrepreneurship, too. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I I should go get that merit badge. (laughs) So, but it's there to help the young person develop the skills of, of how to proceed. And with communication, teaching them how to write a script. 
mm-hmm. how to do a monologue, how to stand up in front of people. You know, a lot of times it's college where individuals get the first yes. opportunity to do public speaking. Right. And for Eagle Scouts, our highest rank, it's, it's just a natural thing that they have to learn to do. And uh, it's thankful to these kind of merit badges. And it's those mm-hmm. kind of things I think employers can help, them, can help with employees, too. Because yeah. when you're communicating out to customers or to other, other staff members on your team, communications is important. Absolutely. Um, one other one I put down is one of our newest merit badges. So we have all we have three different citizenships or had three different citizenship merit badges. Okay. The nation, which is pretty self-explanatory, learn how to be a good citizen in the United States. A community, so learn about your state, learn about your community you live in. Mm-hmm. Um, go to town council meetings, understand who represents you. Sure. The world, how how do you fit into the world? Uh, the world uh, as, as a whole. Right. But our newest one is citizenship and society. And it talks a lot about diversity, inclusion, um, equity. Great. And it's something that it's on every employer's uh, mind right now right. is how do we better include uh, society as a whole. Right. So imagine getting a young person that's getting this training in these, in these uh, soft skills in high school before they go off to college or mm-hmm. to a vocational training. I mean, it's that we might not even teach them in, you know, in a vocational training mindset. Right. But they come in with this kind of skills. Yeah. A lot of kids don't, don't even go to um, like a vocational program in high school, even if they're high school officer, because they have no idea what that means. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's lost on them. So yeah. hopefully by teaching them these kind of things, it opens up their mind and their, you know, their eyes to, Hey, you know, college is great. Yeah, I went. I have a I have a four year degree. I love my experience, but it's not for everyone. Right. And I don't know if it'd be the same path I would take today. Sure. Yeah. By the way, were you a scout? I was. Yeah. I was <laughs> in the beta test for tiger cubs. So I've been a scout since I was seven years old. And it, did, <laughs> so did tiger 30, cubs survive? Barely. <laughs> Thirty two years later, I'm still uh, I'm still a, a member. So yeah. Well, that's yeah. Um, you, you you taught me that I think when I was at your at your office one day, uh, I asked you if you were a scout, and you said you are a scout. I am. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, you know, that's the type of things. Hopefully that um, that we can teach young people and mm-hmm. another grouping life skills that we try to teach, or not that we try, we do teach like first aid. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of yeah. a lot of times people think of scouting. What do they think of camping? First off, but also. Service. Well, first aid, what better service out there is there than getting somebody that can provide first aid in an emergency situation? Sure. If you remember last summer, there was a big train derailment on, out in New Mexico. Right. Our, the largest camp in the world is Philmont Scout Ranch out in Cimarron, New Mexico. There was a lot of scouts on that train. Mm-hmm. They take it out from all over the country to get to Philmont. Well, what did those young people do? They jumped into action during the derailment. Hmm. They they provided first aid. Um, they helped out till emergency services got there, mm-hmm. and they were credited with saving a lot of lives. And it's that training that they got in their troops and wow. in merit badges that that gave them an opportunity and yeah. a leg up in life, kind of. Of course, so. yeah, big time. So, um, are there age appropriate merit badging for different ages, or or is it open for any age? 
or any our, level of scout? We have a couple of merit badges that really aren't, there's no age requirement mm-hmm. for them, um, except for maybe scuba merit badge. I think it's 14 because that's the PADI standard. Okay. But there are merit badges that, what we recommend is that every, before you before a young person takes a merit badge, their scoutmaster signs off on it. Okay. Because ideally your scoutmaster, your adult mentor, knows you better than a counselor might. Right. And can say, hey, maybe you, I don't think swimming is quite there yet. Maybe you should take some more lessons before you go and have to jump in the deep end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or my one of my favorite merit badges is the shotgun merit badge. Well, 11-year-old <laughs> uh, Ralph may not be able to hold up that shotgun yet. So yeah. there are some things that are, I wouldn't necessarily say it's age appropriate. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, is it the right time for the scout to take it? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So, you know, search and rescue is a really good one because to do search and rescue, there's a couple merit badges you should take first aid, uh, hiking, um, orienteering. You should take them before so you have a better Mm -hmm. understanding. You could take them, you could take it without it, but I don't think it'd be as good of an experience as if you had that other stuff coming in. Makes sense. All this stuff is really interesting. I I mean, it sounds fun to, to even go through these things. Well, we've thought about doing, you know, scout camp for adults. Yeah. That might be more fun than, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Than just going team, there as a leader. Some team building exercises for Do you like ziplining? Yeah. She come out this summer. We built the Sizzler. Okay. Our, uh, 1,050 foot, uh, dual racing zipline, uh, over our lake. You and Jason yeah. can race. Nice. <laughs> he might beat me. Well, He's I will tell you, I whenever I race someone. I would someone, do anything to see you and Jason race. And when he race. listens to this, yeah. I can already hear him. Carl, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So where is this it's campground here in the Lake Erie? We have two camps okay. uh, Lake Erie Council owns. One in Rock Creek, Ohio. That's Beaumont Scout Reservation. That's our Scouts BSA summer camp. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Fireland Scout Reservation out in Wakeman, Ohio. So. One out east, one out west. They're both about right. an hour away from downtown. Yeah, oh, I have an aunt and uncle out in Wakeman. Um, so, how many uh, troops are within the Northeast or Lake Erie Council? We have about three hundred and fifty uh, packs and troops and explorer posts. Okay, what's and the difference might... between a pack and a troop for ages? Those? Okay, so uh, packs are basically elementary school mm-hmm. ends at fifth grade. Troops then pick up from fifth grade till you graduate high school. And explorer posts start around 14 years of age, and they can actually specialize in careers. A majority of ours specialize in law enforcement or, mm. or EMS with, uh, with fire departments mm. or um, ambulance corps. Okay. Interesting. So they've taken workforce development to a different, different level. We have a couple. Yeah. A swage lock has an engineering explorer post that, as you can imagine, is if you want to learn about engineering, swage lock is one of the places – in yeah. Northeast Ohio, you want to learn. Yeah, that's good. Real good. So, so um, you know, I'm a mother with third graders, oh. twin boys, nine years old. So if someone wants to sign up their boys, like, what would be the benefit? I mean, or where would they go? Like, you know, because Boy Scouts has been around for a long time that it's just still kind of new news to me that you guys are as active as you are. So, like. That breaks my heart. I know. <laughs> so this is good information. So, yeah. Every that. fall we do a recruitment uh, campaign, but you can join any time throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, the easiest way is to go to our, our website for Lake Erie Council. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can you can find there's a map there you can click on put in your address and find the closest unit to you. 
Okay. So you can reach out so to them. So there's a unit in your mm-hmm. neighborhood or attached to the school? We try to have a unit in every community throughout the, the footprint of the council. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why we have you know 350-ish units mm-hmm. so that we can really serve the seven counties in Northeast Ohio. Well, so when we first met, you told me about the um, your council's vision for unlocking, in your I think it was your words or Mark, your executive director's words, Unlocking the merit badges from the PACs and the troops only. Like you're still going to have the PACs and troops and probably always will, but you wanted to provide it to a broader audience. Can you tell us about that? We're currently working on a program called GLA. And Tim, we're incredibly excited about this. Mark Ryan, our <laughs> CEO and executive director, has really taken this vision and, and set it up. And we believe this is how we'll serve scouting, not only through units for the next 100 years, but the community as a whole. The scouting program specifically just our merit badge program is some of the best curriculum in the world written by the, the subject matter experts. Mm -hmm. I noticed by the way, not to interrupt you, but one of the things I was real impressed was the plumbing merit badge written by the international plumbers union training Mm -hmm. center, which Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's our world. That's exactly. We've had relationships with unions Mm -hmm. going back to the beginning. A matter of fact, we have several awards that for volunteers that are, have a union connection that can specifically earn those awards. Yeah. And we even have an American Labor Merit Badge that teaches you about the relationship between uh, unions and the wor- and, and society. Nice. But our curriculum is the process, uh, is our gold mine, we think, that we, we can really provide this to the community. We've started a program called Great Lakes Adventures. Okay, GLA. GLA. And it's yeah. kind of taking the scouting program out of the uniform and offering it up to this, uh, offering it up to the communities as a whole. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're doing sixth grade camps out at our camps. So, just like your traditional sixth grade camp that you might go to any other state park or private camp, mm-hmm. we're offering these like a but, school camp, like a school camp. Yeah, like I don't know if you went to one. I went to one when sure. I was a kid. Sure, but a little bit different focus. We're offering, hey, what? Also, not only what fun activities do you want, or what conservation activities, mm-hmm. but hey, is there is there a workforce? element to it that you want to learn about because at our camps we have the ability to teach welding plumbing electricity Mm -hmm. woodworking so that's one step but the master step is um our leadership campus that we're 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 planning for haven't found the right location yet but it's out there the dream is to be able to create a facility where where the community can come in Monday through Friday, nine to three school buses where they can take part in field trips that unlock this education, this curriculum. Yeah. Cause it's, it's world-class schools don't have to recreate it. They don't have to build their own workforce centers. We can do that for them and we can bring in experts through the CEA and their partners right. to help teach it and the unions. Yeah. You, there's a big uh, opportunity here for everyone. So I, I totally agree. Um, just to sidetrack for a little bit, you're looking for a property. What's the perfect ideal property that you're looking for? I would say one that's uh, similar to a school campus in some aspects, because that's what we're kind of doing. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a education campus that has a purpose, mm-hmm. has a purpose of providing a place for education, for curriculum, and adventure. Because okay. we also want to be able to offer summer camps and and weekend activities there, not just for the community, but also for 
members of the council. Can you describe the boundaries of the council? Sure. It's, it's, it's really easy, as I like to tell people. Our northernmost boundary, Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you go too much farther north, you're, you're wet. in Canada. You're wet. <laughs> then you go to the Pennsylvania line out in Conneaut. Okay. So out east. Um, south, it's the very end of Cuyahoga County. Mm-hmm. And then to the west, when you get to Kelly's Island, it's as far as we go. Okay. So Sandusky and Kelly's Island. That's, That's our – so uh, Huron, Erie, Lorraine, Cuyahoga, Geauga, Lake – in Ashtabula counties. Okay. So is Cuyahoga right in the middle then? Right in the middle. Matter of fact, we're almost to, at your office today in the dead center of the council. All right. G- give or take a couple feet. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and so would you seek to uh, put your new facility right in the middle here in Cuyahoga County? Just wherever it fits. Yeah, you know, we'll know it when we see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if anybody's listening and, and knows of some places, I'll, I'll put Carl's contact information. You can let Thanks. him know. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Nice. Um, so you're envisioning a facility where people can come, school groups can come, maybe have a camp, have some fun things, have some skills, potentially uh, programming going on. Well, there's a new program in the state of Ohio starting in 2024, I believe it is. Every every elementary school, public elementary school, has to have workforce development. Oh. So why um, should those schools build those workforce education centers. Mm-hmm. We're look, we're envisioning a location that schools can come to us and we can, can provide that curriculum um, right. for their, their students one day at a time, one, you know, a morning field trip, an afternoon field trip, a couple, and it's, it could be ongoing. There's a lot of schools that could take part in this. Yeah. That's wow. exciting. Yeah. It de- I definitely see it being a campus, mm-hmm. you know, with all the activity. Um, so you young men, how much is that a part of your mission? And women. And women. And women. And women? Okay. We, uh, went yeah, completely, that's what, we went completely co-ed a few years ago. That's That was my question. Three yeah. years now that we've had young women uh, that have been able to earn the Eagle uh, Scout rank. And uh, mm, okay. it's, it's, really, it's really kind of fun to, to see the uh, – there's a great interview mm-hmm. that I did a few years ago during the pandemic with a brother and sister from Shaker Heights. Nice. And mm. – uh, they're twins, but one the young the brother had been in longer, like a year and a half, mm-hmm. and his sister uh, was already ahead of him in rank because she was bound and determined mm-hmm. that she was going to get eagle. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I'm having fun." <laughs> nice. And it was it was a really it was a really fun interview. She got her Eagle Scout award last year. Nice. He probably will get his next year. So it's <laughs> it, it's fun. It's a it's it's a fun dynamic to see. Um, the young ladies interact with uh, the young men in uh, in our program. For Cub Scouts, it's completely co-ed. It's a family program. Mm. For Scouts BSA, the the fifth grade on, uh, there's girl troops and there's boy troops. Now they can be sister brother troops, mm-hmm. but um, do things the, together. Sometimes they do, they do yeah. things together. They can do summer camp together, mm-hmm. but their leadership is all their is all gender specific for. So their senior patrol leader, the head youth member of the troop, is a is a young lady or a young man for their their troops. Mm-hmm. Then we offer this program called NYLT, National Youth Leadership Training. So it's a an advanced leadership course um, for young people. And uh, Secretary of uh, State uh, Robert Gates, oh yeah, is on record with saying the only leadership training course I've ever taken in my life 
is junior leadership training, which is what NYLT used to be. Wow. So it's a, it's a week long course where young people are immersed in training skills. Well, in this course, there's young men and young women teaching those skills and it's really, and they're, they're advanced. Those, those staff members, but it's really kind of cool to see how the different, uh, styles come out and it just works. It works really well. And I've been in the profession 25 years and um, I figured this day would come and it's it's been a good thing. It's, it's exciting. And it's also what our families wanted too. So, yeah, that's awesome. In, in the council, Lake Erie council, how many staff and how many volunteers are there? We have just under 3000 volunteers Mm -hmm. and we have 32 staff members. All right. And, uh, and then another hundred and work. <laughs> a lot of work, and you know we couldn't do it, we couldn't do it without replicating efforts through the through the volunteer staff through the volunteer corps. Sure, that they're the ones offering program to units to Cub Scout pack, Scout troops mm-hmm. every week in church basements, at Rotary clubs, at yeah, you know, they're doing they're doing the work, and right. we're just there to support them, create opportunities for, um, for them to do things. It's it's really it's really led there at that unit level. But in the summertime, we we increase our staff roster up another 125 people with our seasonal mm-hmm. camp staff. Okay. And and they they come out, college students, um, retirees, these individuals come out to provide 10 um, now with GLA close to 20 weeks of of camp program at our two camps. All right. And it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Except for our payroll department. <laughs> then you have to add them for <laughs> Um, so obviously we're a a contractors trade association and, uh, closely affiliated with the uh, building trades. Mm -hmm. And so we have a lot of expertise in the construction and building industry. Uh, I think a lot of people are favorably inclined and and think positively of the scouts and would love the chance to engage on some level. Um, sounds like what you're going to do is make that available. Maybe it's already available outside of the troop structure for people that are subject matter experts to come in and offer their services. But it is. sounds like there's going to be even more opportunities. So right now and then in the future when GLA is fully operational, what are the chances of uh, opportunities for engagement? Tons. We'll be going to unions, uh, to members of your association, to um, to different corporations, asking for their partnership to teach young people. And what I think is exciting about how we offer it in smaller bits, that it's not a, you know, three month commitment or a year round commitment. It's, Hey, can you come in these weeks or this, you know, these two Thursdays and teach this mm-hmm. and, and do that. So the engagement one-on-one with, or one on 15 with youth is a lot, a lot greater. Yeah. We also have some other opportunities. If, if, you know, if, if your crew would like to come out and, and raise some hammers and some uh, saws. The first weekend in May and the first weekend in October, we have programs called uh, Wilderness Engineer Weekends. And this year, we're building a rifle range in one day out at Beaumont Scout Reservation. Uh, that'd so be fun. I call it uh, raising the range. Woot woot. <laughs> so we're going to do an old-fashioned barn raising, kind of, in one day. Yeah, that sounds fun. Raising the range. Raising the range. And it was exciting. We just got notified that we got funding to or yesterday for our rate for doing the archery range in October. So the rifle range in the spring 
and the uh, the archery range in the fall. Yeah, and nice. you know we're committed because I I already had the uh, the ranger staff and some volunteers tear down the old rifle range. So we have <laughs> we're now committed. We yeah. we're all in. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so does GLA exist operationally right now? It does. It right. exists. So people or, can engage with it right now. It, it is. We you can contact our office. And uh, we're constantly always looking for subject matter experts. It's not as engaged as we would have field trips coming in five days a week. Mm -hmm. But we start in late April and go into May with sixth grade camps. And we're always looking for uh, instructors to come out just for a day to Mm -hmm. to share their expertise. Yeah, great. What are are some of the merit badges you have under construction? Um, Woodworking. So very similar to carpentry. It is carpentry, but a little bit. Um, scale down, I guess you would call plumbing, uh, electricity. Um, let's see what other things. Uh, drafting, uh, welding. So maybe we can add excavating. Hey, truck trans- <laughs> Can we add excavating <laughs> and, and steel that, erecting? La- landscape architecture. <laughs> I'm there sorry. Go ahead. Landscape architecture. That's excavating. Mm-hmm. Um, truck transportation. You know, there's something that ties in every trade together. Sure. How are you getting the materials? To and from, and by the way, it's one of the most popular merit badges because when you get to see and work on a big engine, that's co- that's completely different than a opening oh. up your car engine now that I don't even know how I would work on it. So oh, for sure, for sure, I wonder if the operating engineers would be interested in having you out. Oh, that'd be great. Could someone like, present a new merit badge idea? They can. Um, it goes to that's our, a national thing, though, right? It goes it goes to our national office, but that's how new merit badges happen. Somebody starts a, a program locally that may not be a merit badge, but maybe a training program. And someone then pitches it to the national office and says, Hey, we've been doing this for a couple of years. It's popular. Mm-hmm. Lincoln electric pitched the welding merit badge because they saw down the line, uh, we're going to need some welders. Yeah. Well, I think everybody is realizing these days that we're going to need a lot of things. You yeah. Know? And it's the right age to train them into a field. Cause I think high school can be a little late. That's what we're finding. There's yeah. there's more and more studies saying that introducing young people earlier in life to a wide range of careers mm-hmm. helps them do a selection that high school may be too late. That mm-hmm. you're already in kind of a track of, you know, are you going to are you going to college? Are you going to vocational school? And you are, Tim, you already mentioned there's so many young people that don't do vocational schools in high school because they they, they don't know what it's all about. They don't. They have misperceptions about it about what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to drill home to the people listening, what they can, if they're interested, what they should do next. Very easily. You can call us up 216-861-6060. That's the council office number. Ask to either speak to myself, Carl Boyles or Anthony Dwarning. Uh, he's our camp director out of Beaumont and he can help coordinate uh, your volunteer opportunity. Or if you just want to come out and see the program, Mark Ryan, our, our CEO, is the expert at giving Great Lake Adventure tours. So come on out. He'll give mm-hmm. you a great tour. Uh, and we'd love to have uh, uh, your your association see what's happening out there and for sure. volunteer. Yeah. So does it have to be a group or can it be individuals? It can be an individual. All right. So any tradesperson that's interested? Anyone. Union. Any company representative yep. groups? Everything. That's it. Great. Anything we missed? I don't think so. No, I'm excited about the, it just construction and the Boy Scouts, it all makes sense. So 
Thank you for coming. I'll put links to uh, Carl's email, telephone number, and um, website, the Lake Lake Erie Council website, in the show notes. And blast that out all all over social media and get the word out. Perfect. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Have a great one. Thank you for listening. To find more information about the discussion in this or prior episodes, be sure to check the episode notes section in your podcast app. Get notified and automatically download the latest episode by subscribing to the Construction Employers podcast in the iTunes Store or in Google Play. This podcast is brought to you by the Construction Employers Association. Find us on the web at www.ceacisp.org.